0: told you loving yourself could change your life it can and i know from experience i'm low and this is the love yourself inside out podcast everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you it's time to shut that down and own your narrative let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine it's never too late to love yourself inside out Hey listeners, it's Lo. Thank you for tuning in to another episode and joining me this week. I hope everyone is just doing amazing out there. So, gosh, this last week, went to the dermatologist again. If you're following me online, you already saw a post about this, but my goodness, like, I can't emphasize enough. Like, go into that appointment Whatever that appointment is for you that you just don't want to do, like you're afraid of doing for whatever reason, like rip the band aid off and go. Because as I'm learning with the dermatologist, like if I don't go, like something else is going to come up. And in this case, you know, I have been going very regularly. In fact, this was like earlier than I even needed to go by a couple months. And more things were found, like two new things. And one is one I went in for, but I didn't even think it was anything bad. I thought I was just having a reaction to like a face lotion or something. And sure enough, like we're treating it and hopefully, you know, getting it so I don't have to go down biopsy excision route or anything. But, you know, I had a biopsy on my face too. So it's like, wow, if I had waited or like not gone in like things just would have gotten worse you know if I had thought oh it's just gonna go away on its own or it's gonna get better like it wouldn't have so I am so glad I just forced myself to go in right away the minute I saw something I like started looking for an appointment and you know got the first one that I could and it's funny because I even like I told you I'm this is gonna play after I've been at Fiesta but I'm recording before I go so you know I'm headed to Fiesta and it's like Now I'm going to have a bandaid on my face and like my nose is a little off, but you know, I, even though I'm going to something where I'm going to be dressed up and all that, like I just wanted to take care of it. Like I couldn't wait until I got back because it would have been weighing on me the whole time I was gone and I wanted to be present in the moment and really enjoy this weekend. So, you know, I got myself in there as fast as I could and, uh, Now I'm just waiting for results and it's like, that's no fun. But at the same time, I've done the results game multiple times. So I'm pretty good at being able to like shut that down until, you know, I get, I get more like thinking about it all the time when, you know, I know that they're supposed to be in, then I'm like, okay, are they coming? Are they here? Are they, am I going to get the call now? But like during the couple week wait period, I'm usually pretty good at not thinking about it because There's literally nothing I can do. Like, I can't speed up the lab. Um, But, yeah, I just want to say, like, if there is anything you're, like, my gut's telling me I should go get this checked or I should just do this because it's regular maintenance, like, do it. Like, if I wasn't doing these things, they would all get worse over time. And, you know, everything's treatable right now. Like, it's being caught early. I can deal with it, and it's much less, like, even if I do have to have excision done on my face. Like it's going to be smaller than it would have been if I had let it go. So that is the silver lining on all of these findings that I'm going through. This is quite the journey, um, of skin cancer that I've been on for about five years now. So it has been quite the ride. Um, but I just have to keep being proactive about it all and, you know, just dealing with it. And like, I know everybody deals with things differently. I have emotional moments about it, especially this last time. I mean, I think every time I do, because as much as I expect it to happen in some ways, like, I still am surprised sometimes. I'm like, really? I didn't see that, like, you know, because I'm pretty, I look, I'm pretty, like, what is that? Do I know what that is? But like, you know, some some of these things I don't even see at all, like, I had no clue. Um, So I feel like I do get an emotional rush right after, but this time, especially because I have always been like, oh, please say not my face. And now it's on my face. Um, I don't know. So I have to sit with that a bit and just kind of soak it in a little differently and be like, you know, it is what it is. If I have scars on my face, I do. Um, at least I am still here doing all these fun things and, you know, it's all just part of my story and my journey. And just adding it into my narrative and hopefully helping somebody else get the courage to go in somewhere or go get whatever it is checked or done um, so you can be proactive too if you're already not and like, trust me, there are people out there who have influenced me to make sure that I am being proactive about all these things Um, and also who, because I've heard their stories or seen them post, I'm like, you know what? I can do it too. I can share this journey with people. So I'm thankful others shared their journey because it gave me the power to share my journey and also, you know, made me just take that first step. I remember the first time I saw something in a magazine actually about seeing a dermatologist. And like the minute I was flipping through and saw that article, like I instantly had a gut feeling. I had never been the one before. This was before the first, you know, finding of skin cancer. I think I knew something was wrong, though, because there was a spot on my arm I was pretty suspicious of, but it took me a very long time to get myself in, but reading, I remember sitting there, reading that article, like, my gut was just telling me, like, you already know the answer, <laughs> like, you need to get in, and it did. it took me a few months, and somebody else was sharing uh, their story and hearing them. I like, okay, like I'm getting all these signs. Like I just need to go in and I've been going in ever since like every six months. So, you know, I'm always friends with my dermatologist because I'm there so frequently. I feel like, but Hey, not a bad person to have on call with things because super helpful. So nice. The right one is amazing. If you're worried about skin cancer, like find one that specializes in skin cancer. Because if you read their bios, they all specialize in different things. So find, you know, the one that the bio most resonates with what you're looking for. And yeah, just go, go, go. All right. Enough of me being on my soapbox about that. Otherwise, the week has been really good and things have been going well. I'm super excited about going this weekend, so... I will be packing in all that stuff tonight. Um, but my topic this week is kind of about self doubt and letting fear creep in. I mean, we're all working on building our confidence, the self love, loving ourselves, but there are going to be days or times or instances or minutes where you are just, you know, am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? you know, do I deserve this? Can I even do what they're asking me to do? And I feel like those thoughts are way more common than people want to admit. Um and, you know, I'm not gonna tell you like just because I have been developing confidence and, you know, doing this whole self love journey that I don't have those moments. I absolutely have those moments and probably more often than I want to admit, but they definitely are there. There are moments like I will be totally, you know, doing something and being like, Oh, this is great. I'm doing, you know, going along in my day. And all of a sudden I just start thinking like, do I have what it takes? You know, especially even if it's something at work, you know, there's always that mantra of like, "Fake it till you make it, but like, I will literally sit there sometimes and I'm like, you know, somebody just said, you know, that, oh, I excelled at this or I did this and I'll sit there and go, is that really what I'm capable of? And like, am I able to do what they just said? Or did they just put me on a higher pedestal than I, I can do? Like, is somebody else who meets me going to think like, what were they talking about? Like, who was this girl and what is she doing? You know, like I will honestly do that. Sometimes I will like second guess myself you know, and I'll plant these seeds of doubt, like maybe they're thinking I'm more capable of things than I am. Or, you know, especially I get a lot of times like, oh my gosh, you're just so organized. You'd be really good at planning it this way, or you'd be good at, you know, organizing this whole thing. Um, or you're just super detailed. And I feel like sometimes when I hear these things over and over, as much as I love it, cause trust me, I do love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also sometimes think like, am I allowed to make a mistake? I'm gonna. I'm human, I'm going to make a mistake, I'm going to forget something, you know, and then I start saying to myself, like, oh my gosh, if I do make a mistake, though, is that going to undermine everything they just said, like, am I fake, am I a fake, like, am I just putting on this, you know, personal, like, I can do these things, but, you know, somebody's going to, like, pull the rug out from under me, or they're going to, like, you know, pull the string that unravels the whole sweater type thing, and, like, reveal who I really am, And I don't know if you guys all have those exact type of feelings, but sometimes I feel that way, like, especially when things are going really good across the board, like everything's kind of going smooth. I'm like waiting for that other shoe to drop or what am I going to do to cause something? Um, But I just wanted to highlight that because I think people think others always have it together you're not, you're like, wow, you know, they really present themselves well. They've got it pulled together. They're doing X, Y, and Z. And even the most people, the people who come across most confident, they have their moments of self-doubt. They have the moments of fear. You know, we all process those, but I think we process them privately. <laughs> like we don't want to admit to everyone, you know, thank you for saying that. But right now I am doubting that I can do what you just said I could do. <laughs> like who's going to admit that at the, in the moment? Um, so I'm highly, it's okay. Like it's okay to have those moments of self-doubt and fear. And I think the reason why we do, or at least how I like to paint the picture for myself as to why it's okay that, you know, I do crawl into those moments and like live in them for a little while. I mean, it can be a few days that I'm living in self-doubt and fear, but it's because I care. Like if I genuinely care about something and I'm really taking to heart what somebody said about me or a perception that's out there or, you know, some project I've been given or like even the pageant stuff that I was doing and I'm still involved in, you know, if I didn't care about any of it and I just was like, oh, whatever, I'll just do this. I wouldn't really have moments of self-doubt or fear because if I didn't really care about it, it'd be like, Yeah, it's just another thing I have to check off the list. But when you care about something and it's important to you or, you know, people's opinions of you at work are important in how you portray yourself or, you know, getting your capabilities across, it's scary sometimes, especially when you're being pushed to take that next step in something or like kind of a jump in from what you've been doing. It's going to be so normal to doubt yourself and I don't know be kind of afraid of like can I even do this next thing Um, but it's with that change or with you know the growth that's coming whether it's a personal journey or a work journey like professional or your business or whatever you're doing it's like those two things the mix of self doubt and fear actually can help propel you to becoming really prepared for whatever the changes or, you know, whatever it is you're fearing and actually make you better. Because when you're sitting in self-doubt and fear, sure, you're going to have a lot of negative self-talk potentially going on. You're going to be unsure of yourself. But once you're able to like think through and rationalize, okay, why am I feeling this way? Like, what can I do? And then you start taking these actions to like prepare yourself so you can like get rid of those feelings and you're like, okay, if I just do this, then maybe I won't feel this way because this is what's missing. It almost like gives you the trigger or the drive you need to like move it to that next level. So you really feel like you are ready and raring to go. And you like, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way, like, right? You hear or you know, okay, I need to be X, Y, and Z. I don't feel like I'm X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I need to do these things to make me feel like I'm X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden you become the X, Y, and Z. Like you prep yourself, you prepare, you become confident. You are like, wait a second, I do have this. Like I already know what I'm doing here. And if I don't, like maybe I can ask these questions or maybe I need to look something up or research or you know, get another opinion on something, but I know how to get that info that I need, or I need to, I know what I need to do to figure out how to become confident and all knowing in it. Um, and like this topic is just so relevant. You know, if you're applying for a job it is a common one, I would think where you might experience things like this, you're reading like a job description online and you're like, okay, well, I have like those couple of bullets, maybe of the job description, but do I really fit everything else? Well, maybe not, but heck, they don't know that. Let me like go ahead and try. Right. Or, you know, with the pageant thing, when I was doing something like that, like I knew everybody I'd be competing against would be super qualified in their own ways. And it's like, I had to try to prepare myself to be the best I could be and get my mindset to where I could walk in and be like, I know what I'm doing, even though I had never done it before. Like I'm confident I've got this. Like I fit in with everyone else here, even if they've done it a million times, like I belong in this space and self-doubt and fear can get you to the place where you belong. It can actually help you really think through so many new ideas because as you're like, what I call like the frenzy of trying to figure out, you know, how to get out of self-doubt and fear. Like my mind, the way it happens for me, if I'm doing it, I always feel like is one day, like, like I said, a few minutes ago, somebody just going to pull the rug out from under me and like, you know, I'm going to be exposed for not knowing or, um, not being capable or something like I I do. I get those deep feelings where I actually think like somebody's going to pick up on it. And they're just gonna call me out on something. It's I don't know why, but that I, I really do throughout my life. I've had these thoughts where like one day, like, you know, I don't know, they're just gonna find something. Which is funny because there isn't anything to find, really. But that is when I'm going into something new or trying to push myself in a new space in my personal life, that's what I feel like. Like they're going to see through me in some way and find that like one little flaw or find the thing that I just, I'm not quite sure of myself on. Um, but it's in those moments like that. I get almost anxiously excited about it in a way because I start just dwelling on it, like, okay, how can I put my mind to ease? Like I just, my brain just starts going into action mode after like I've process the emotion and I've gone through and I've acknowledged, yep, this is what I'm feeling. And then I'll start telling myself, no, it's not true. <laughs> or I'll be like, well, yeah, you're not that great at that. Are you? And then I'll, you know, I might feed into the self-doubt a little bit and I'll be, you know, negative self-talk some, but then it's like, once I get through that little period, I'm like, okay, let me think about this. Like if I did X, Y, and Z, then I might be able to figure this out. Or maybe I need to phone a friend or find a mentor or whoever it is and connect and be like, okay, so they're doing this. Like, I definitely know it's doable. I just need to know a little more about how they're doing it. And it's like all of a sudden these puzzle pieces in my head start coming together and I'm seeing the puzzle fall into place. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, like I totally got this. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. You know, what's all stout and fear? But I feel like if we don't acknowledge that self-doubt and fear play a potentially positive impact, which is funny to say, cause they're such negative terms or thoughts and feelings. But, you know, if you think about them in the right way, they can definitely end up being a positive for you because they give you that urge, the drive to like push forward, to do better, you know, to get yourself where you need to be. And I would say like, if you're not feeling those things, maybe what you're thinking of doing may not be exactly right for you or something may not be aligned, you know, cause you're not super excited about it. Or maybe you just totally got it. Like you are already so self-confident in it, which is so cool. Like, you know, there have been opportunities where I'm like, no, I totally got this from out of the gate. And there has been no self-doubt and fear. So that is totally possible. And it's amazing when that happens. I feel like as I've gotten older, though, that is fewer and far between. Which is funny because I have more experience um, <laughs> in stuff. But I think now I'm, I don't know, I'm more aware, too. Like, I'm more self-aware. Like, okay, I don't want to over-promise, you know, at this age. Whereas when I was in my 20s or something, I might have been like, oh, yeah, sure, I've got that, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm totally good. I've totally got that. I'm like, okay, what did I just give it myself to you? Like now I'm more like, okay, I don't want to over promise on this. I want to make sure I'm setting expectations in the right way. Um, you know, so I think that has changed a little bit in time, but when you're totally figuring out like things you can do and you're kind of following, you know, your thoughts and what you're, being told by yourself, like what yourself is telling you. I think when new opportunities come or when you're just trying to change a habit that you already have, or like whatever it is, that feeling self-doubt and fear is going to be super normal and that it is not, you know, a bad thing necessarily to go through that. I think it's also cool if you can talk about self-doubt and fear with friends, with coworkers, with family members, whoever it is, because I know sometimes there's shame around it, you know, like you really do feel like you should have known something or you need to give the appearance that you already do. And I feel like when you're more vulnerable and you admit like, hey, okay, I don't necessarily have this right now, but I'm working towards it. I feel like people can help you kind of bridge any gaps that you have or they can help build your confidence a little bit to like, no, you're right. You do got like, you've already done things like this. Like you totally will get this. This won't be that hard for you once you figure this part out. Like, I feel like they can help alleviate some of that. If you're getting stuck in the self-doubt and fear, and you're not trying to pull yourself out of it because it's, it is, a, you know, it's not a fun place to be when you're totally doubting yourself. Like self-doubt is never fun. And I definitely know that firsthand, like when I was trying to launch this podcast, I literally sat there and said, nobody's ever going to listen to it. Like, I'm not going to, hopefully I'll have like one person listen outside my family. Like that was my literal goal when I started almost. Like I told myself, I set the bar (laughs) super, super low in the beginning because I was, I was thinking, okay, well, I like, hearing myself talk because I talk (laughs) a lot, but like, is anybody else going to find any use in what I'm saying or even want to listen to me when there's so much else they could be doing? Um, so I was like super rooted in self-doubt before I actually like got this podcast really like going. Um, by the way, we're like 40, I think week 44 this week. So, I mean, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, you know, if I had stayed in that self-doubt period too long, we may have not had a podcast. Like it may have never come out because I was truly telling myself in every way that I couldn't do it. Like I was coming up with a, a can'ts. Like, I don't think, like I was so afraid of recording it myself, which as I've admitted, like that took me quite a while to get to where I was actually recording it here in my home versus going into a studio. But that me going into the studio was one of my tools to help me get out of the self doubt and move into like, I can figure this out, I can know how to do it, like, I can do this thing. That was one of my tools. It, it alleviated a barrier that I had created, it took away the part of my self-doubt where that wasn't moving away, the one I was stuck in about like being able to produce this. I just felt like it would have been super overwhelming just figuring out how to do a podcast and like, what does my podcast sound like? How do I pr- prepare for it? You know, cause it was a whole thing. Like there was a lot of learning curve and there still is learning curve all the time with this, but doing that plus having to figure out how to producing myself. It's just like, I can't, I can't, (laughs) you know, I, I'm, I kept telling myself, I'm not a tech person like that. Like I've never recorded anything other than like, you know, when you made CDs, (laughs) like with all your favorite songs on them, you know, back in the day, like, I'm like, I'm not into this. This is not my forte. Um, and so that was when, you know, I realized, okay, I'm not getting over this part of the self-doubt. Like I have to figure out a way to get rid of it so I can move forward. And it's like sometimes you just have to take that leap, but self-doubt or fear can be totally crippling in moments and that's it's definitely why it's okay to phone a friend or you know, in my case I found a studio like I just took a step to alleviate some of the fear I was feeling, but gosh, anytime I've gotten like a new position at work too, like at one of the companies I was at, I literally had seven jobs in seven years and each job was so different. Like I started out at one that was, you know, a little, it was a little easier in that it was more like an entry level position, which it should have been. I was right out of college, but you know, as I was going up, I mean, I remember some of the things or projects I was asked to do and I would literally just be like, yeah, I can do that in the meeting. And then I'd like walk out and I'd talk to myself like, what did you just agree to? Like one of the tasks was like coming up with a 5k or half marathon. And I'm like, what did I just agree to? Like I've never planned one of these. Sure. I've run on them. I've participated in them, but I had never planned a race before in my life. Never had wanted to, like wasn't on my list of things I thought I'd do in my lifetime. And sure enough, I did end up planning a half marathon and I planned a 5k, which the 5k is still in existence today, which is super cool. But you know, if if I had lived in the self-doubt and fear that I felt as soon as I walked out of the office. I don't, you know, I may have had to be like, okay, I need a new job. (laughs) Like, let me find a new company, you know, like I had to figure out a way to get past it. But I think even in those moments, like the self-doubt and fear made me like educate myself. It made me reach out to other race directors It made me come up with a proposal. Like, okay, I don't think I can do a half marathon first. I need to do this 5k first because that's going to give me more insight and more information and on a smaller scale and you know, once I get a feel for how that goes, then it's like I can apply those learnings and I can say, okay, for the half marathon we need to do this and then plus there's all these other requirements that we need. But I could like, you know, see it more. So it's like I don't know, you just have to listen to yourself and Acknowledge those feelings, but figure out ways to move past them after you've acknowledged them and like get yourself to that next level because all of us have so much greatness in us. And I think we're afraid to share these moments of doubt because it's admitting to people we don't think we're good enough to do something or whatever it is, but they can be so crippling and stopping and There's no reason to let them be, you know, eventually, even if it takes a long time to get out of that before you can like move and do something, it's fine. Like there is no timeline on, you need to like move out of it in a day, like take the time you need, but don't let it stop you because whatever it is that it's like blocking, is probably just so good, you know, It's a really good idea. And it's like such a big push for you it's probably because it's really exciting and you're just like, I just don't know what to do with it. I got to get it right. Um, so use self-doubt and fear as a cool tool for you to like, think of it as a positive in a way. It means that you're like going, you're excited, you're on the brink of something and like the rest of you will catch up with it. But I just wanted to highlight that because I feel like I've been going through that lately with just different things that are coming up that I will be, you know, discussing more coming. Um, that I definitely in recent months have been going through self-doubt and fear. And I wanted to highlight it so all of you could hear that it happens to everyone whether we want to admit it or not. So I say tell your friends, tell your family when you're going through it. Don't sit in it alone. Hey, shoot me a message on social if you're going through it. Like I'll listen to your story and what's happening. Because it's going to drive to such greatness. I don't know. I just always feel that like as soon as I push past even one piece of it, like one little aspect, I'm like, yeah, I've got this. I can do this. Oh my gosh. There's something so exciting coming. So I hope you go into your week this week feeling that excitement of good things are on the horizon. Just keep pushing for them because you've got amazingness in you. Oh my gosh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Self-doubt and fear. I'm thanking you too for, you know, tuning in whenever you need to, to help me make it to the next level and move through life with just passion and joy and all the goodness. So guys, enjoy all the things ahead and catch me next week for my recap of Fiesta. All right, talk soon. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me. Lo, want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, or what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.